Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Podcast Daily. Happy Tuesday. It's one last Texas Tuesday for me before heading back to the great state of Ohio. Appreciate uh, Bill Landis and Jeremy Birmingham allowing me to sneak away for a few days and try to make the best of uh, the show and the content there at OhioState.Rivals.com. But I will be back soon, and uh, maybe I'll even find some consistent, regular working internet, Bill. I doubt it, but I'm going to try. Well, listen, we appreciate the effort uh, that, you're, that you're putting in uh, trying to work around your, your connectivity issues. Uh, and I hope that people will be patient with us as we try to provide them content, even when we are like technically on vacation. So uh, I think I think everyone's OK with it. Yeah, it, the grind never stops here. And <laughs> we've reached the end, maybe, of the position previews or breakdowns or uh, state of the positions that you've been doing. Uh, safety is the last one left. Unless, as you said last week, you could be strong-armed into talking about the special teams. And if you want Bill to do that, make sure that you comment and like below and let us know <laughs> that you want to hear about kickers and punters because Bill will definitely do that if you want him to. Yeah, I mean, I, I could come up with some opinions on, on the situation on special teams. Um, I just figured maybe we'd spare people. But we do have like uh, a month here to fill before Big Ten Media Days, and we're going to need stuff to talk about. So maybe we'll get desperate at some point and we'll do it. All right, well, today, you know, there's something about this Ohio State defense. It's um, <laughs> fueled by the guys in the back end, I think is one way to put it. Uh, yeah. That's probably the easiest way. I can't think of any other way to describe it. The safeties are really important, and they have the keys to the vehicle. There's got to be a simpler way to say that. <laughs> how about how about this? Try this on. Okay. Safety-driven defense. Oh, you've done it. SDD. Oh, there it is. There it is. Jim Knowles, you can have that. That's okay. for free. That's for free that's, on the house. That's good. All right. Yeah. Uh, they are um, – it's a. It, it's the position group that I find myself most interested in. And, like, I feel like we've talked about it a lot, so I, I suppose I'll apologize for repeating myself a little bit. But they have – they have a lot of pieces that I really like, and I have no idea how they're going to use them. I, but I do, I do feel like I got a. This will be this is sound counterintuitive, I guess, but I felt like I got a little bit of clarity from Jim Knowles because I asked him when we talked to the assistant coaches, which is almost a month ago now, um, or maybe it was a month ago. I, I said like, would you rather have three guys to play all the time, or do you like the fact that you have a bunch of different guys that you can mix and match and use situationally? And he said, no, I, I like I like having a lot of guys you can use in different spots. And I would have assumed that it was the other way around. So at least then we know that they intend, I think, on trying to find ways to use all of these guys. That that maybe makes it a little more confusing to figure out how and when, um, and and I guess the why when it, when it happens. But it did. It, at least let me know that they are not necessarily on the search for finding three out of this group of like seven or eight that I think could play um, three guys who are going to play the majority of the snaps. I do think that they intend on if they can using as much of these guys as they can. So that, that is, it doesn't clear things up in terms of like who's going to play and when, but it does clear things up in terms, I guess, of like their philosophy going into this season with, with all they have on hand at safety. That was really reassuring to hear from Perry Eliano and Jim Knowles about that because I've I've said many times going into spring, in the middle of spring, after spring, I don't really know how they're going to line up. And I the fact that it could be so fluid and subject to change uh, helps 
at least allows me to come to terms with the fact that I don't necessarily know exactly how they're going to line up. Um, you know, we've said throughout spring that, you know, Cameron Martinez was working there at the nickel. You saw Lathan Ransom and Josh Proctor at the bandit and the adjuster. It's like, that's still probably not going to be how they line up every single snap. Uh, mm -hmm. That's helpful. It does. It doesn't mean that you get to have a great permanent understanding of what's going to happen. And you just, I think I just have to let that go. I'm not ever going to have it. Uh, we'll see as it moves throughout the year, those situations that you've talked about, you know, what that means for Sonny Styles and, and his impact and influence on this defense and you know what Jahad Carter can do if he jumps right back in that mix now that he's healthy. Like you just, there are six or seven guys who are talented enough to play. And I think that there's a lot more momentum for Ohio State to play them all compared to a year ago where late in the year, even when Ronnie Hickman started to struggle a little bit, like, well, he's just staying out there. They're just going to let it go. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that'll happen this time. And that's, that could be a product of multiple guys being able to play multiple different roles or carve out packages, however you want to put it. Yeah, it makes it it'll make it difficult, I guess, to like project a depth chart. I, I will do so anyway. I promise you, but it will be, it will be difficult, and we'll probably and we'll probably end up being wrong. Uh, but I will, but I will try. Um, I think I, I think they almost have to operate this way at least early on. Like they can go through camp and and simulate game situations and and try to figure out the, the best combination, and maybe they'll land on one. But but I do think even though they open with a Big Ten road game. There, there is some room for, um, I don't know if experimentation is the right word, but there's a little bit of runway there for them to, to kind of figure out what works best. And maybe they do over the course of time settle on three or four guys who play the majority of the snaps and, and that rotation get, gets trimmed as, as they get closer and closer to, to the middle and end of the season. I think that's possible if, if not likely, but I, I do think that they're going to try to give all these guys a, a shot. And the one thing I haven't done yet and and i guess i will do as we start to preview the season a little more is find find spots that like might make sense for like there's obvious ones right like you're gonna play a bigger nickel probably like against wisconsin although i guess they're changing a little bit with their offense and maybe not but like notre dame you're probably going to play a bigger nickel in that game you can go through the schedule and probably pick spots where you're like oh this feels more like a cam martinez game than it does a, a sunny styles game or more of a of a um Kai Stokes game maybe than like a Josh Proctor game. I, I don't know if they think of Kai that, that highly just yet, but um, the fact that they can kind of go through things and um, tailor packages with different skill sets, I do I do think is a benefit for the defense. Um, I think maybe there's a small chance that that there's so much available to them that they struggle to truly land on what is correct. I, I guess that could be a worry. I don't, I don't know that I'm super worried about that. Um, I do think that after not doing so much last year, Jim Knowles uh, intends on embracing the depth on hand and the diversity of skill on hand um, going into this season. And I, and I do feel like that'll be to the defense's benefit. Yeah, I think there was, there was a point you were writing late in the season about a bunch of like safety looks, blitzes that we hadn't seen that they were in the Jim Knowles system. We knew they were in the playbook from Oklahoma State and hadn't really been shown. We talked to Tanner McAllister mm -hmm. about that as well. He was one of the people that was like really, you know, gushing and smiling about what can happen in year two for these guys. Kind of unfortunate for him that he won't have that opportunity uh, again uh, to do that at Ohio State. But um, it, it's silly. We keep referencing all the percentage of the playbook that was in and, and not in. It did feel like, and you wrote about this and have a better feel on it maybe than I do, that they really 
we're just scratching the surface of the things that they could do with the safety specifically. And if your overall scheme is based around that, I don't, it's not fair to say that they were limited, but it didn't, didn't get them to their full potential a year ago because they weren't putting more on the plate of those safeties because I guess Jim Knowles and Perry Eliano didn't think they were ready for it. That, that is the position that, that I think takes this defense to another level. And like, we can talk about defensive line and everyone's really excited about that group. And, and I think that's a group that could dominate games for sure. But, but in terms of uh, diversifying the defense, um, disguising things, expanding more of the playbook. I think all of that, almost all of that is, is contingent upon what the safeties are able to do. And, and I think maybe we didn't have enough appreciation for just how difficult that transition from one scheme to another was going to be for that group last year. And, and like, I think they took to it. Okay. Um, like it, the play of the safeties tailed off a little bit toward the end of the season, but at the beginning of the year, like toward the middle of the year, I thought it was pretty good. Um, and I, they have basically not not all everybody back, but they have a, a lot of guys who are at least experienced in, in the defense back, and I think that opens things up for for Jim Knowles a little bit. So um, I don't I don't know that Jim Knowles is going to get like super in depth with like specifics on scheme as we talk to him throughout the rest of the preseason. I think we'll have to wait until we actually get to see it with our own two eyes when they're on the field. But I do feel like this is a group that uh, because it's one one more year in the system for them because there's some guys that frankly, I think will make the position a little more athletic than it was last year. Um, there's a lot more for them to do. And, and I think that's the position maybe even more so than defensive line. I don't know. I can go back and forth on that, but I, but I think that's the position that, that really determines what the ceiling of the defense is. All right. Well, you know what the next question is then it's gotta be about sunny styles. You'd reference the athleticism and changing the ceiling. Uh, you know, we don't know how expansive that role is going to be as we sit here uh, in late June, but it sure looks like there's got to be one in some capacity. That's not that's not news. No, yeah, and I think it's it's more substantial maybe than we were first led to believe, like throughout spring. And I think that big nickel position is is definitely something he's going to do. But then we talked with Jim Knowles. So Jim Knowles is like more, um, I think willing to to talk like specifically about how he views guys and then Perry Iliano is and that's that's fine there's multiple different ways I guess you can handle the media um but like Perry was like trying to pump the brakes I felt like a little bit on Sunny and I think part of that is like you don't want to you're managing egos I guess in the room and Jim Knowles is like Sonny like blew my mind in the spring like we saw this guy play deep safety better than we anticipated that he could uh, I think there's going to be more on his plate this year I I don't know what that looks like either I I my belief has has always sort of been that by the time the Indiana game gets here, Sonny is going to do enough to make sure that he is on the field, if not all the time, the majority of the time, regardless of matchup. I, I still think that's going to be the case. That's just my belief. That's not really based off of what anyone has said. It's just like I think that guy is different, and you have to have to put different guys on the field. Um, but I don't. I still don't know. Like, is that a is that is he a bandit? Is he a adjuster? Is he a, is he a nickel all the time? Like I, I don't know. Does he function more as a linebacker at times? I, I have no idea. I think that's kind of the beauty of Sonny Styles. You can put him on a lot of different spots and put him at all three levels of the defense, and he could be an effective player. Um, so I, I guess my my overall thought on Sonny Styles is like he's gonna play, and I think for week to week it's gonna look different. But I just I just can't imagine a world where you have a guy who is that unique. And Jim Knowles doesn't like maximize all the different ways you could use a player like that. So I would be surprised if it ends up playing out that way. 
I'd love to find out if Sonny Styles can actually smile. <laughs> it's very serious. That's, that's about the only thing I don't know about him at this point. Um, <laughs> the other, we get asked a lot, Bill, and we didn't talk about him a lot in spring, and people asked why. Uh, Kai Stokes had one of the breakout springs a year ago. We thought, well, maybe there could be a role for him year one. Everyone's on equal footing going into this new defensive scheme and system, and it didn't it didn't pan out that way for him. And then it didn't, you know, when you look at that sort of jumbled logjam for playing time, Kai Stokes sort of fell by the wayside in the spring. I don't think, I don't think his ceiling uh, and upside has changed. I think he's still got the potential to be a really good player, but we didn't talk about him a lot in spring. And I wonder, you know, how you feel about that. It was interesting, and 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 it's probably just normal. Like guys sometimes kind of get shot out of a cannon in their first spring, and we're all really excited to talk about them because they're new. And he had a great spring as a freshman, and and I don't think that he had a. I, I have no reason to believe that he had a bad spring this time around. Um, I just think that there are there are older guys at that position, and I'm not even talking about like like Josh Proctor is clearly back, and that changes Kai's trajectory, but like. There's Sonny who plays the same spots I think that, that Kai could play. There's Jahad Carter who can play all three spots in, at the safety room. And you're going to, I'm assuming, play him a lot because you brought him in as a transfer for a reason. Um, so I just kind of think that Kai is on a on a plan where 2024 is more the year for him. And maybe if you would have asked me that a year ago, I, I don't know that I would have said that because I was excited about him just like everybody else was. But I also like don't think that that's a, a bad plan for Kai. Like say, like, say Lathan Ransom goes to the NFL – Jahad Carter, who's played a lot of college football, he's a three-year starter basically at Syracuse. He's going to play a lot at Ohio State for a fourth year. I think he'll probably go to the NFL if everything breaks okay for him. Um, then you'll have spots to fill. Josh Proctor only has one year of eligibility left, uh, regardless of what the, what that role looks like for him this year. So you're going to have guys that need to step up again next season. So that's that's kind of where I have Kai right now. Um, I I won't close the door on him making a move in in fall camp because I I think we've seen the flashes that that he can be a real difference maker. Um, and at the very least, he's a he's a good depth piece for them this year. I, I don't know that I'm expecting a, a, a major role for him outside of special teams, but I hope that he plays some in reserve, and then I think he'll be positioned pretty well to be a starter next year. So when you when you look at that possibility for a lot of turnover could be coming in the in the starting lineup for Ohio State, or what we think may be the starting lineup, not to uh, put too fine a point on something that we've already beaten to death, <laughs> but uh, they are still really well-stocked with young talent behind it. I know that college football is changing and you have to work hard to keep that engaged and on your roster, but Ohio State has done a good job of that. So if you're starting to project forward for what that group could look like with Kai Stokes and Sonny Styles back and maybe Cameron Martinez, I don't know, and, and then some some success there that's starting to build perhaps uh, in recruiting uh, at safety, uh, what's, what's the future look like in your mind? I think it looks pretty good. I, I do think... To the Kai Stokes point, I, I think it's really important for him to play this year, if only to position himself like well to step up immediately next year. I just, I just don't think you want a guy taking over a starting job that just hasn't played all that much. Um, it's a little hard. It's a little hard to project because, like as you said, like Cam Martinez could come back, Jahad Carter could come back. He does have two years of eligibility left. Um, I think Cam Martinez is the more likely of that pair to, to be back on the roster in 2024 and, and potentially as, as a starting nickel. They like him a lot. Like I know he's um, he's a little bit of a lightning rod, I think, for, for some of the fan base, and I know that he, he had uh, a not-so-great moment in, in the Michigan game, but 
I, I think some of the talk about him is is legitimate, and and this coaching staff does see a player there that can be an impact impact player for them. And maybe this is the year that takes off for him. Maybe maybe it's next year. I don't know, but I still think he's he's in that mix. So if you have like a starting trio in twenty twenty four of Sonny and um, Kai and Cam Martinez, or if Cam Martinez goes off to the NFL, if if it's Sonny. Um, Kai and I don't know, like Jair Brown, maybe is, is your nickel. I, I don't know. I guess maybe if you don't have Cam Martinez and you don't have Jihad Carter, I guess nickel is a little interesting then at, at that point. I don't know that you look at a guy like Malik Hartford as someone who could step up as a sophomore and play that spot. I think he's more of a deeper safety. Um, I don't know if Jaden Bonsu or, or Cedric Hawkins will be ready in year two to step up and start. Um, I'd like to see them hit a home run here with this 2024 recruiting class and, and add a safety to, to a group that already includes uh, Jalen McClellan, but um, I think they're okay. I, I, I think at least for 2024, like I'm not, I'm not concerned about that. If you want to look really down the road and beyond that year, maybe you'd like to see them get a couple of big time recruiting wins here to, to, to feel a little bit better about the future. It does seem like, you know, I, I mentioned this with you and Berm a, a week or so ago about you've seen it now for one year and the safeties or anybody who didn't defensive recruits who didn't buy in right away last summer i think you can understand why that was and if there is still some hesitancy because of what happened in the last two weeks i don't know if that's necessarily showing up in recruiting i think the other part that berm talks about all the time which is relationship building there's been so much turnover on the coaching staff that i think once you combine a consistent coaching staff with consistent recruiting relationships and this program still being championship contenders year in year out I, I think that there will be an upswing. I think you you were right. Anybody would have been right to be skeptical about year one or about you know sort of the revolving door that was going on with the, the defensive coaching staff. I think once that normalizes and stabilizes, which Perry Eliano has the ability to do along with Jim Knowles, I think there's going to be a natural bump. The other part of this, we've seen Ohio State have to be involved in NIL. I think that they've found some stable footing there. So I would ex- I'm I'm expecting that there's going to be some deep defensive bumps and maybe it won't ever match up with what the offense does but the value that they place on safeties and I think Eliano has proven really skilled at developing those bonds and getting some guys in the door even if he hasn't won every battle in year one or didn't win every battle in year one it feels like it's trending in the right direction I, I mean that's I don't, don't want to step on Berm's toes but it looks like the opportunity for them to grow and build their and get something special, uh, both at safety and corner exists for them that, that maybe it didn't in the last couple of years. I, I agree with that. I, I don't know. Maybe that tide doesn't turn this year. I, I, I suppose, I, I think it's probably right to leave that to Berm and his expertise, but like if they can get a, a KJ Bolden or a, a Peyton Woodyard in this class, then like clearly like that's, that's a little proof of concept. I think that this is going to turn. Um, but Maybe maybe there's more out there that guys want to see. I, I think Ohio State is in a good spot to sell how important the position is to the defense. Um, probably sell some playing time with how the room's going to turn over too. Uh, the NIL stuff does, as you, as you said, seem like they've, they've gotten their ducks in a row there. And if they can, especially early on this season, show some different ways that they can expand the defensive repertoire that is based on the skill set of the safeties and have that position group kind of lead the way, then I think that helps them even more. So um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I'm like, a, I'm not a hundred percent confident that it's going to 
see the uptick that people are running to see like with this cycle. Um, I, I hope that it does, but um, even if it doesn't, I still am bullish on the, the long-term kind of view for, for the position. And, and I do think that with time that will continue to be a, a strong selling point for Ohio state on the recruiting trail. All right. What did we miss anything? No. Um, like Jihad Carter is, is healthy apparently. And um, I kind of like Perry Leano like, expressed some, some regret that he didn't get to work with him a ton in the spring, but Jim Knowles was like, I think I saw enough to know how he can help us. And that's at all three spots. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how that pans out. Um, I do, I do think even if it's not the goal to have three guys out there like permanently all the time, I do think there are some lineups they can get into where they can keep uh, or, or, or maintain a fairly diverse look without having the substitute with guys like Jihad Carter and Sonny Styles and Lathan Ransom, who I, I think can play all three safety positions. So um, a, a, a trio like that has me really excited, but then you add on the the Josh Proctors, the Cam Martinez's, the, the Kai Stokes maybe – and you have a, a pretty diverse and, and deep group there that I think is going to be a strong one for them this year. So I'm, I'm excited to watch how that plays out this summer. All right. Well, you heard it from Bill Landis first. It's At Ohio State, it's going to be a safety-driven defense. Wow. That's right. He's got a way with words, folks. That's why <laughs> he's on here every day on the podcast daily and at ohiostate.rivals.com where this series has actually been over for a while, but we <laughs> milked it much longer here on the podcast daily to help get through the summer. Now, what are we going to do, Bill? I'm going to get back and we're going to be, we have to start all over with a new series of some kind. Yeah. We'll just, we'll start with safety and then work our way back to quarterback. <laughs> maybe, maybe our viewpoints yeah. have changed since, since we finished training camp preview position. series. <laughs> See if we get how close we can get to Indianapolis and in big 10 media days, but Hey, uh, I've had fun. I've learned a lot uh, and I'm ready to get back to Ohio and talk more. Buckeyes football about a, a month well, we've got a month now less than a month mm-hmm. maybe until we're in indianapolis for big 10 media days and then training camp will start roughly a week after that uh, so folks we're almost there uh that's more for us we're just trying to get through the summer <laughs> with some content to keep you all entertained uh and if we did that all right perfect we're a mission accomplished on a tuesday hope you have a great day uh for bill i'm austin thanks for joining us we'll talk to you later